0: Hey guys, in today's episode, we're talking about our festival guardian angels, Ground Control. These are the volunteers that spend their weekend watching out for our well being and intervening when we need it most. Today, I'll be sharing some of your stories as well as featuring an interview with a Ground Control member. So let's get into it. Hello you guys, welcome back to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I am your host, Emma Capotis. Thank you all so much for tuning in this week. I think we all need to collectively take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. It's been a week. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I truly want to bring you a really fun exciting episode that i'm very passionate about and i'm really excited to talk to you guys about this topic but i just have to acknowledge here you know it's a crazy world right now there's a lot going on in the news um you know my mind is in a couple different places and i you know always try to remain positive and things like that and find the silver lining in situations but you know what i just want to acknowledge that some days it's okay to not be okay and to be nervous to have scary feelings but For the most part, you know, I want to just acknowledge that my head is a little messed up right now. You know, there's a lot going on, but I'm very excited to be sitting down here where I feel comfortable, where I feel happy to bring you guys this episode, and I truly hope that, you know, this entertains you, this gives you a break from the fucking media and all the crazy shit going on, and we can just talk about the festival community and the things that we love the most. So, with all that being said, I got that out of the way. Uh, I just want to keep it real and keep it honest with you guys in case my energy seems a little low. It's just, you know, that's where my head's at right now. But, like I said, very excited to get into today's topic. Before we do that, a uh, huge thank you to you guys for tuning in every single week. Thank you guys to rate for rating and reviewing on iTunes. I read everything you guys write. I see it. So, thank you guys so much for doing that. If you are not already subscribed go over to YouTube, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Emma Capotis. I have a playlist up there if you guys want to watch along and see the interviews happening. Follow us on Spotify or the Anchor app, Apple, wherever you guys want to listen. And the biggest thing you can do, you guys already know, you can make it your Instagram stories. Tag at Reve Culture Cast, tag at Emma Capotis, and I will always reshare you guys. I really appreciate you doing that. Uh, and you can share a link with a friend today. Why not? If somebody's interested in being a Ground Control member... This is the perfect episode to share with them. So with all that being said, let's kick things off with our listener of the week. As always, you guys, I am looking for more nominations. I'm almost out because I'm recording a couple episodes back to back. Listener of the week is somebody who obviously listens to the podcast and it's somebody just we want to give a shout out to. It can be someone in your rave fam, a loved one, a friend, somebody that you know listens. And we just want to highlight, you know, our family members here and shout them out. So, yeah, you can email me, raveculturecast at gmail.com. That is raveculturecast at gmail.com with your Listener of the Week nominations. Okay, so let's get into it. This is from Gabby. It says, Hey, Emma, I want to nominate my friend Mark for Listener of the Week. Mark was a person who introduced me to the rave scene one day in 2016 when he asked me what I was doing for the weekend and I told him I was working. He asked me if I wanted to go to a music festival that weekend instead of going to work. Needless to say, I didn't need much convincing. I called out of work for the weekend and we were on our way. While we were on the way, he mentioned to me that we would have to work at the festival for a little. So we show up to the venue and I was already kind of late. The lady in charge said, since we were that late, that all the jobs had been filmed, but since she promised she would find something for us to do, she gave us some SMF team shirts and told us to walk around and if anyone had questions to help them out. We were in those shirts for about two minutes before we took them off and went to get a drink. SMF, which is Sunset Music Festival, if you guys didn't know, was my first festival, and thanks to Mark, I found my community. I also want to give Mark the biggest shout out for bringing our Raid family together. Mark was our one common friend that brought all of us together thank you for doing what you're doing Emma and that's from Gabby Ayala sorry Ayala (laughs) thank you Gabby and thank you to Mark you know we always love a good introduction story and you know what you guys kind of like got away there you know what I mean you got like a free ticket or whatever it was and didn't really have to do much but honestly I'm not I'm you know I'm here for it you guys finesse the system (laughs) but yeah that's an incredible story thank you guys uh for being our listener of the week we're happy to have you here Okay, up next, guys, upcoming submissions. So I'm really excited to share this. I can't even believe it, but in just a few short weeks, you guys, we are having our one year anniversary. I'm smiling so big right now because I genuinely cannot believe a year has gone by. Like, what the hell? I started this podcast April 17th, 2019, and it's grown into something more amazing than I literally ever could have imagined. So, I was trying to think about what the hell to do for one year anniversary. I was like, do we do something special? Like, I'm not sure. And then I was like, you know what? We need to bring back your most favorite episode. At least I think it is because you guys had such good feedback for it. So I am looking for upcoming submissions for your most embarrassing rave stories. We're doing a part two, you guys. I had so much fun. Recording this episode, I was cracking up the entire time, and a lot of you guys sent in stories that I didn't get to, and there's so many more listeners now, because that was a while back. That was a couple months ago. So please email me, raveculturecast at gmail.com, with your most embarrassing rave stories. You can feel free to send in voice memos if you want, but again, try and keep them to like two minutes or under. Uh, and yeah, you know what? You can keep it anonymous if you want. That's totally fine. Just say that in the email and it's going to be a great one year anniversary episode. I cannot wait for that. So really, you know, let's be honest here. Let us, let us know what has happened to you. (laughs) Okay. Um, the only other thing I wanted to say, I'm still selling tickets through pollen to festivals. I know it sounds crazy because we don't know what's happening with festivals right now. And a lot of things might be postponed. However, I have tickets to things that are happening in like the fall and late summer. So if you guys are still interested, it's still on the table for Moonrise, Spring Awakening, Sunset Music Festival, Electric Zoo. Like just DM me on Instagram at Emma Capotis if you're interested in any of those. Ever After was another one, GovBall. Uh Okay, so that's pretty much everything I have to say here. I want to just get right into this episode so I'm just, just going to do a quick intro and then I think I had one or two emails from you guys about Ground Control and then I want to introduce who is going to be in our interview today because it's one of our own. It's one of my subscribers, so I'm really excited to have her on later. But anyway, okay, so to kick this off, if you're listening right now and you, maybe you're a newbie, maybe you haven't heard this term before and you're like, what the hell is Ground Control? So Ground Control essentially are volunteers at music festivals, Primarily, I'm talking about insomniac event festivals. So that's like all of the EDCs, Electric Forest, Countdown, Audiotistic, Beyond Wonderland, like all of those insomniac events. And yeah, they assemble, depending on the size of event, up to like 300, 350 volunteers who they have different departments, but they essentially walk around the festival and they are looking out for people who might look like they need help, might not be having the best time. Maybe they are... You know, they took too much of something and they're struggling a bit. But they basically walk around the festival and check on everyone. They check the dark corners of the festival to make sure no one's sleeping or passed out. Um, My first experience with them, you know, they wear these purple shirts. So I remember seeing them all the time at uh, EDC Las Vegas. And I can't express how much gratitude I have for them. Like you guys are volunteering your time. And yeah, you can hear music in the background, and some of them get breaks. But you're primarily at the festival to help other people. Like you couldn't be more selfless. And I remember I was in a porta potty, and you know some some people can understand. Uh, porta potties get very hot. A lot of people who are on substances and they go in porta potties can get like overheated or pass out, and like really scary things can happen. And I remember I was just using the bathroom, and I hear all these knocks. And then all of a sudden, I hear three knocks on the porta potty I was in, and they were like, ground control, is everything okay in there? And I was like, yeah, everything's good, thanks. And they were like, okay, great, have a good weekend. So they were going around just knocking on bathrooms to make sure people were okay. Like, that's the type of thing that they're doing. Uh, and again, if you're sitting down, even if you're just sitting down to take a break and they see you, they'll come over to you and they'll be like, hey, is everything okay? Like, are you having fun? Blah, blah, blah. And again, it's just to make sure that you're having the best experience possible and you don't need any help or anything like that so again I I just think it's an incredible program that Insomniac and other festivals offer uh, again hats off to them and I, I want to talk a little bit about how you can apply to ground control but that's essentially like the gist of it so you understand um, there's also you know like medical staff at festivals which is a, another division and those are like EMTs and things like that but These really are the unsung heroes and one thing I want to make it very clear, especially if any of you guys haven't done a festival before, a lot of these festivals don't want you to feel like you're going to get in trouble because those are the situations like if you really need help, if you have overdosed, if somebody's having a bad trip, whatever it may be, they're afraid to get help because they think they're going to get in trouble or get reported or get arrested. In almost like every single case, I would probably say all of them at a festival, that's not going to happen. They want you to be okay. They want you to get the treatment that you need. You're not going to get in trouble. So ground control is sort of like that in-between rather than going up to like a cop or something like that where they're like a friend. You can trust them. They really are just going to sort of intervene and get you the help that you need. So always know if you see the purple shirts or something like that, you guys can approach them and ask them for help. Uh, And then Gabby and I later we talk about it she um was saying there's also usually certain tents at festivals that are like sober areas or they're basically like hangout areas where you can go if you're having a bad trip or something like that and you literally just go there and the people help you get through it and they'll like talk to you and walk you through it and stuff like that so a lot of people don't know that those exist at festivals but they do and they are aimed at helping you guys so I just wanted to let you all know that those are the things at your disposal at festivals um, and I just wanted to mention really quickly, I'll include some links in the description here, you guys, but you can apply for ground control um, on Insomniac's website. You fill out a form and, you know, they'll contact you. They'll reach out to you uh, if, you know, for a certain events or festivals coming up. Obviously, we have a break with that right now, but I'm pretty sure the you can still apply to them. So anyway, so that is going to be in the description if you want. Uh, and really quickly, I would just say, Some of the benefits or the perks, again, this might just be the right fit for you. If you're somebody who's like, I really want to help people. I want to be just like in the festival environment, but I want to do a little bit more rather than just attending it. Obviously, in most scenarios, you're working. You're paid to be there. It's a job. So usually your festival ticket is included in that price. So I know some people will say like, oh, if something sells out, apply to be a ground control member because then you can still attend the festival. I just want to make sure you know you're not using this to just like get around buying a ticket you actually want to have this job because those are the people that we need in place there but one of the perks is obviously it's a paid job and you still get to attend the festival um however you can't just go running around and go like hang out at a set for an hour you do have scheduled break times uh just like with any other job so it's not really about like seeing the sets and doing that thing it's about taking care of other people but just in general it's cool because you will have the perk of like being able to be around the music and things like that, and the community. You guys will meet so many other ground control members, which is really cool, and make so many new friends and connections. And I'm pretty sure once you get into the program, it makes you eligible for other festivals. So that's pretty cool too. So I know it's pretty selective because there's only so many people they can have, but um, it's, it's worth looking into and there are different perks for people who get to join the program. Okay, so with all that being said, I want to really quickly read the emails, and then I will play my interview here. So this one is from Stephen Cobb. It says, hey, Emma, hope things are well. I first started out with working for a rave company that I will keep anonymous, and I worked for the silent disco at their New Year's rave. I really enjoyed getting to work at the rave. A few weeks later, my manager said that Excision needed people to volunteer for the Thunderdome. I decided that I wanted to give it a try. Working as a headbanger helper for Excision opened my eyes up even more to the EDM community. Seeing all these beautiful faces and the amount of fun they were having put a smile on my face. Never have I traded candy and received so many hugs from ravers for just doing what I did. My job was being... My job mainly was working water stations, lost and found, and walking around making sure people are okay. I would also fan them in the pit and miss water to keep everyone cool and just hang out with ravers in the chill room and get to know them more one-on-one. Yes, there were a few scary times when people would have seizures or deal with medical emergencies, but helping them is what kept me going to push through all the days. After Thunderdome, I applied for ground control for EDC Las Vegas and I'm still waiting for my acceptance email. I'll also be volunteering for excision again with Base Canyon and Lost Lands. And he sent an update, which is really cool. So an email like a few weeks later or a couple days later, he said, Hey, Emma, just an update from the last email I sent you about my ground control help. Uh, he said, I received an email from ground control today saying that I got in and I'm now going to be working for EDC 2020 Ground Control and more festivals by Insomniac. That is fucking awesome. I had to share that because I think that's so cool. And congratulations, Stephen. Um, I also just wanted to highlight your story there because I didn't really mention this before. Yeah. Ground control can cover the people who are working the water refill stations, which is super helpful. And this was like a perfect example, like really hats off to you because you guys are the true unsung heroes, misting people and fanning people like, you know what the situation can be. So really, really, we like love that. And that is so helpful. Um, I do have something on the flip side that I wanted to share because this is an open and honest podcast and not every experience is good. So this is an email from Lowe. It said, hey, my ex- hey, Emma, my experience volunteering with Ground Control was not a positive one. There were so many effed up people that it turned me off to festivals and shows for months. There were too many people overdosing that had friends with them that had to miss artists and end their night early because they were too busy worrying about their friends they said, otherwise, besides that, ground control was a fun, close-knit group. So I just wanted to share that because I didn't want to just ignore that email that came in. I feel like it's not fair to share only the positive side. But then again, like, ground control just may not be for everyone. I feel like going into it, you should probably know that that's, like, the types of situations you're going to be handling. But if you see so much of it, you you might feel exactly like she did and be like, this this ain't it, fam. Um, but for the most part, you know, we really, really like appreciate everything that ground control does and I'm sure they see some shit that is not fun to see, but you know, that's why they're there and in place. The last thing I just wanted to say, um, on one of my episodes, it was episode 30. It was called Everybody is a Good Body and it features my friend Chubby Wubby. She's amazing. She talked about her experience, uh, working ground control for EDC Las Vegas last year. So if you guys want, go back and listen to that episode because, she talked a lot about like what it was like for her, so I didn't want to like share the exact same story all over again. But definitely go listen to episode thirty if you're more interested in ground control for EDC Las Vegas because that was a good one. Okay, you guys, so now I want to roll into our interview. So this person I'm really excited to have on. This is Gabriella Moronis. She is one of my subscribers, and I had the pleasure of meeting her at uh, EDC Las Vegas at my meetup last year, and she is an absolute sweetheart. And she reached out to me and told me that she had worked for Ground Control and she also is working a few festivals coming up. Some of them, guys, the dates have changed because of the situation. Like I'm pretty sure she was going to be working beyond SoCal and we're talking about it as if it's going to happen this upcoming weekend because we've recorded it, you know, pre-coronavirus. So just keep that in mind. Ignore any dates we're sort of talking about in the interview. But, um, you know, I'm not sure if she's still going to be doing beyond when it moved to June. I'm sure she is. But just in general, she's wonderful. She has her own YouTube channel. You guys can follow her on Instagram, at GB Morones. Um, and she actually was posting a video about her ground control experience on her channel. So go check it out. But uh, I was really excited to talk to her about her experience. She's lovely. And she will let you guys know a little bit more about what it's actually like. So please welcome to the channel, Gabriela Morones. Yeah, we I to
1: you, I literally... <laughs> I love all your videos, Emma, and then I met you at EDC,
0: so thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. I know. I was going to say, it's like been a minute. It's been almost a year, which is crazy since we've connected, but no, yeah, I really appreciate you doing this. And, um, I saw your emails, and I was like, it would be just be so great to have you on here just to chat with you and actually like hear about your experiences and stuff. So, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Appreciate you doing it. I know it's a Friday night and (laughs) it's going to be a busy weekend, but um, yeah, no, so thank you so much for doing this. To start off, I would love just for you to like introduce yourself and where you're from, how old you are, what you do, just so people can get to know you a little bit more. Okay, cool. Um,
1: Yeah, so my name is Gabriella Morones. Uh, Okay, let me see. What do I do? Um, I work at Starbucks currently, and then I just got my job with uh, Ground Control Insomniac And um, I'm in school full-time. I'm a student, so I'm currently working on a bachelor's in animal science, and I'm also studying a minor for microbiology. Wow. Um, planning on attending nursing school. So I completely changed my course of study from animals to people, which is super cool. But honestly, um, the reason I'm including that with my about me is because just being a part of the rave community and then going from, um, you know, one side attending to working for the festivals, I think that that kind of switched my like year of study mm-hmm. in school. Oh, wow. So um, that's definitely like super important to me. Um, And then I don't know if I mentioned, I'm 23, I'm turning 24 in July. So I live in California. I actually live really, really close to the Orange Show. So um, a lot of the events that I've attended have been at the Orange Show. And that's like, I know that's like the main place that Insomniac holds their events.
0: Got it. Okay.
1: Yeah, you're nice and close. So you have access over there.
0: Yeah that's so awesome so you go to yeah. California too locally or? Yeah,
1: yeah super super close um I'm a senior right now so you know going into that super
0: senior year shout yeah. out to all the super seniors <laughs> <laughs> no that's so awesome like what an interesting degree though that gives you like a lot of range though with your background so that's pretty cool
1: yeah honestly a lot of heavy science uh chemistry biochem biotech so I honestly I love it it's so cool I love biology it's literally interesting
0: <laughs> so awesome yeah no the animals study sounds so cool too, huh? Wait, so how? Okay, so how did this all get started? When did you first get involved in like the raving and music festival community?
1: Um. Okay. So I think, man, digging into the vault here. Hold on. <laughs> um, I think my first event that I attended was in 2017, and it was Beyond Wonderland. So what is that? Like three years ago? Maybe four. It might have been 2016. I honestly can't remember. Okay. Uh, but my I got invited by my cousin and then I got invited by a friend next so I ended up going with my friend mm-hmm. and then yeah I just kind of fell in love with the raving community obviously the music I love it it's like literally my whole workout playlist is like literally just medium <laughs> and like the fills, you know yeah and then not the fills. but um yeah so I mean I got involved with the Raven. Community. And then I started going to a lot of events in I think two thousand seventeen or sixteen, can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um and then I attended a lot. I wanna say last year was like my hefty year of going. Last year two thousand nineteen and then two thousand eighteen as well. I was just like nonstop festival, festival, mm-hmm. festival, festival, festival. Yeah. And that um last year after EDC, I came home, you know, you're in the, you're in the, the fills of after events, and you're just missing your friends, and your rave fam, yeah, and then I was just like, I think I need to take, like, a break from raving, um, not only for, like, my mental health, obviously, for my physical health, and then also, um, just because I kind of wanted to save some money as well, you know, gets mm-hmm. a little expensive, yep, yep, so, you know the outfits and all that stuff (laughs) so I ended up taking a break and then I actually um was talking to my sorority sister and I I, she works for Oasis with Insomniac um it's the same thing they're still considered ground control members but there's just like different sections of ground control so she works in Oasis um and so I talked to her and I was like I'm thinking about applying like I'm super interested and she got so happy she's like yes do it like you (laughs) do it and she just like gave me some tips and pointers and I was like really excited to go for it but I think it's like when I actually got the email that I was gonna be like getting an interview that I got like really pumped for it so yeah I kind of just wanted to be on ground control too to get like a different point of view in a festival so
0: yeah but okay yeah so you, you still are relatively like new to the scene and stuff and you're still so young in it but yeah it's really cool that you already got exposed to that so how I mean, I got some people submitting like act like legitimate questions about like the whole process and everything so I'm just curious um so far what events have you actually worked at and then what ones do you have coming up um okay so I worked at my first event
1: was for countdown um which was a pretty big event. That's usually like, I think escape and countdown are like the pretty big ones that happen because they're towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first event was countdown, but I did apply before escape. So I didn't hear back for a while. Um, and then I, so, um, wait, I'm sorry. What was the question? I'm so bad. No, you're good. Oh you're good.
0: You <laughs> were the two, yeah. So what were the two you already worked? Cause I know you said, when you emailed me, you said you did two already, right?
1: Oh, yeah, okay, so I worked um, Countdown, and then I worked Crush, and oh my gosh, I loved working <laughs> Crush, because it was like a team, the ground control staff for Crush was so much smaller okay. than the ground control team for a bigger event, such as Countdown or Escape, so right. I loved working Crush, it was a smaller event, it was much more intimate, and I got so close with a lot of the our family members, so, okay. oh, man. It was so fun, and I was like, wow, I feel so special, because I got to be, like, chosen (laughs) out of, like, many people, you know, and then it was, like, I think maybe, like, 10 of us, actually, so it was a pretty small team. Okay, yeah, yeah,
0: that's so interesting. Well, so they've all been insomniac events so far, Um, because I guess if it's ground control, it's really that, but what was the process like? applying like is it just an application and then you basically wait here to get it? right so um
1: just so i don't like violate the rules of my contract i have to be super vague sure, explaining sure. this so i'm so sorry for the vagueness no, but right. um so um basically if you want to apply to ground to work with ground control i like whoever i'm talking to right now emma's audience um <laughs> uh, Brave Culture Cast, I highly, highly suggest, like, if you want to work for them, you send an email as soon as possible. So basically, that's how it starts. You're going to send an email, and the way I sent it is I was just like, hey, I'm super interested. working for ground control, I really want to do this. Like, please give me more information. So the email that you would send to would be, I wrote down ground control at insomniac.com. So then Mm -hmm. from there, you, it's kind of like a waiting game, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, they're hiring for events. If they're not, they're probably just going to send you an email that says, thanks for your interest. We'll keep you in mind. Um, most likely I'm assuming that's a wait list right um but like a wait list to even start the interview process Mm -hmm. um and then so when you're just like a sitting duck and then if you get everything is through email by the way I forgot to mention that everything is through email even after you get hired every kind of communication is gonna come through email because there's so many people that want to be involved that want to get involved that are looking to work with insomniac so everything's through email, but yeah, it's basically just a waiting game. Um, but the start of it is definitely to email them. And then from there, it kind of just like blossoms and then you get pulled into the process, wow. um, which we can't go into more detail on, on how yeah. they do their hiring. Okay. Um, but
0: yeah, that's pretty wow. much, that pretty much sums it up. Cool. Yeah. So you basically weren't applying for like a specific event cause you're in California. So you were so just hoping like I'm open to kind of any of the events in the area.
1: Right. Yeah. So, um, they so they reached out to me specifically to be hired with ground control to work countdown as my first event mm-hmm. um and then um like I said I have to be vague but pretty much when you are when you make it into ground control when you go through the hiring process and you become a member and you become a worker for Insomniac mm-hmm. from there you kind of you kind, it's kind of like it's kind of like free range right. like if let's just say there's an event happening in like Florida or for example like there's an event happening in Las Vegas Mm -hmm. um since you are already a part of the ground control staff you do have opportunities to work in other states um not just the state that you're from got
0: it okay yeah that makes sense Mm -hmm. so then so take us through countdown then like what was your role there and like what was your is countdown only one day or is that two days
1: Um, countdown used to be two days, but now it is just one and they kind of, it's kind of two, but they have different event names now. So now it's Audiotistic and then it's countdown that happens either the day after or, um, it's going to happen like two days later. So yeah, countdown is essentially just one day. Audiotistic would have been a different event that I would have had the opportunity to work, but I decided not to, um, I decided to just do countdown because of my other job that I have. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So,
0: what is so I know you mentioned there's like different departments in ground control, but what was your role like and what did like the night look like for you when you were working ground control?
1: Right. Okay. So, there are different like departments per se. So, there is a festival team and Oasis team and and also the response team that I believe Insomniac just introduced to the whole ground control. Um, so basically, all those three teams that I just mentioned, we wear the purple shirts. Um, we're the ones that walk around the event. You know, we make sure that people are okay. We kind of just are very, like, like keen. We're keeping an eye out to watch, like, if anything's happening, anything that's, like, negative or good that we need to intervene on. Um, so for my team, I was on the festival team, which is a general walking around Mm -hmm. and kind of like flashing my light inside the crowds. Of course, we have to like go through the crowds. We have to like check all the dark areas, making sure people are okay. Um, Obviously, you know, um, you've discussed it before, there is like substance use inside of Mm -hmm. uh, festivals and raves too. So we just want to make sure that the people that are deciding to Partake in those like activities that they're being safe and they're okay and that their bodies are okay and that you know if they're not then we're the first ones to act. So essentially, we're we're the first ones on on the job to you know help them if they're not okay. Um, so we're the first layer of protection, honestly. I want to say is ground control because we're the ones that are going to find people that need help. And right. then the second layer of protection, I would say, is the response team because they're the ones who you know get them into a med tent. Mm-hmm. And then um, from there, sorry, <laughs> phone was weird. Um, and then from there, the um, the third layer of defense, would I say, would, would mm-hmm. be um, oasis team. So oasis team is a lot about harm reduction. And um, just education, too, as well. Um, okay. I can't really speak too much for Oasis team because I've never been a part of the Oasis team. Right. I've only worked to events. events. Um, response team, I've worked a little more closely with. But for me personally, I'm on the festival team. I'm the one that's walking around mm-hmm. most of the time. Um, and then what other questions did you have? Sorry.
0: No, that was perfect. Yeah, I mean like, my experience with ground control, I think it's amazing what they do, and I I love that they sort of, like, have this level, because to me, ground control has always been, it's people our, our age, it's peers, like, people that you trust, and you guys aren't out, it's, like, not like a cop coming up to you, you know what I mean? So, I love that yeah, they definitely, offer definitely. that, because it's, like, it's a, li- it's a little less, like, abrasive, and I, I just remember, like, being in the purple bodies at EDC Las Vegas, and the ground control just goes around knocking. Control, hey, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, honestly, it's so genius that they do that. It really is, like, helpful. So, no, I just think it's incredible that you guys are, like, out there checking on anyone.
1: Yeah, right. So when we are out there, though, you know, obviously, there's people who are new to the raving community who don't know much about us and what we do and what we stand for. Mm. So one thing that um, our managers encourage us to do is to hand out cards like this. I mean, I know that your audience yeah, but you can yeah. so we hand out these cards and then i'll go ahead and i'll redo what the back of it says so when you know if you're um a headliner and you're in need of help or your friend is in need of help and you know you're kind of like no 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 like sorry we're okay um you, what you're thinking is we don't want to get in trouble we don't want to get kicked out of the event we don't right. want any kind of- police activity around us so what we're going to do is we're going to say hey like we're here to help you we don't want to get you in trouble your health is number one to us Mm -hmm. so we hand out these cards at our event and basically it says we believe in the power and beauty of helping others if you need anything big or small don't hesitate to ask us we will never judge you you will not get in trouble for seeking medical attention on-site care is free Love and care for each other. Together, let's create a world where we look after one another. And then hashtag, it's okay to ask for help. Hashtag harm reduction, which is super important. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, me too. When I first saw this card, I was like, wow. Like, this is just, this is amazing, you know? Like, it also, um, the thing about ground control is that we honestly create the experience for headliners, honestly. Um, So, I think that for me personally, if I'm going to be 100% honest, Mm -hmm. I to work an event more than I prefer to attend it now I was just gonna ask you that <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know there's just so much like beauty and so much like power in people that just want to help others and I just mm-hmm. I love it you know like and just the way people react to for even just getting a simple like hello you know like you don't know what anyone's situation is over there and so I could make someone's entire year I could make their night I can make their day just right. for me going up to them and like speaking to them like a person and asking if they're all right mm-hmm. what's their day like you know like how yeah. they're enjoying themselves so I don't know I feel like creating the experience is just for me personally I love it so much more than attending you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know it's hard to explain honestly I love it though cool experience,
0: it's serious though so awesome. yeah like only only so many of you guys get to do it but I yeah I just think it's incredible what you guys are doing and it's such a helpful role to have there and yeah like People are going to overdo it. Substance use is just like a part of this culture. Um, And I think it's really great to just like educate people, like you were saying, who are new and they just are like afraid of asking for help, or you know, you have situations where there are friend groups that somebody wanders off or the friends are irresponsible and they leave someone hanging and you kind of like need people to intervene in those situations. So,
1: yes, yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. And something I want to add to that is so, as you said, you know, people get lost and that happens a lot, so much. (laughs) for people who are new and they don't know about like totems and like you know the (laughs) rope or like rave fams and like oh meat spots is like super important but there are people who don't know about that stuff and so this just ruins their entire experience Mm -hmm. so one thing I do want to throw in that I know about Oasis is that is literally what Oasis is for. Like, if you are lost, if you can't find your friends, Mm -hmm. if you don't know what to do, if you're literally losing your mind in the moment, go to the Oasis tent. They will literally help you. They are amazing. They'll talk you through whatever you're going through. They'll talk about life. They'll talk about love. Like, it's just yeah if going to oh that's what pretty much oasis is oasis is a setup tent area to just make our headliners feel comfortable and just to come in with whatever questions they have or if they even just want to come in and have a conversation or get a bottle of water like right. that is what it's for that's so well so
0: cool. i never i honestly like didn't even know that that existed so thank you yeah. now so many people honestly. are gonna be helped out and stuff like that so that's really yeah. huge yeah no, I just said I love that. I think that's so cool. And there's a lot of sober ravers out there too, but even just to like go and hang out and meet some new people, like why not?
1: <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, honestly, and I mean like I said I've only worked two events, so man, I love that I'm able to speak to you and, you know, be one of the voices of ground control, but I, I'm telling you, what my what I have to say probably doesn't even amount to what others have to say working with the company for a year plus, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. Yeah, but it's definitely, it's definitely amazing, definitely fun.
0: So what's the, um, because I know a lot of people are curious about this as well, because I think some people will, will try to volunteer for festivals or do ground control because um, just for like cost benefit reasons, like if they're not able to afford a festival, I don't know anything about that. How does that factor in? Do you get like a ticket in exchange or are you actually paid? I don't know if you can talk about that, but...
1: (laughs) So I need to be super vague with that as well. Um, But what I can say is that insomniac, working with, um, working for insomniac and working for ground control Mm -hmm. is, um, it's a serious job. So it's, it's, they you know, you get paid like it's a job, so it's not really volunteering, and I'm not sure if they do volunteering with okay. um events to be completely honest. I don't know, so I couldn't mm-hmm. tell you if there's like a volunteering kind of thing, but I know that anyone with a purple shirt is working for ground control, and it is a job that they are having and it is a job that we are getting paid for so um yeah so that's what I can say when it comes to like a ticket in exchange I mean technically you're working the event so you don't really like need a ticket because you are working and you are there and you are present um
0: so that's what I can say. Cool. Okay, yeah, because I was thinking, I remember reading something about, like, Electric force because it just sells out so quickly, and same thing for EDC Las Vegas. People are like, oh, right. no, like, if you can't grab a ticket, like, you should try and sign up for Ground Control because then at least you're still going to the festival, and it's a little bit of a different experience, but, you know, maybe you can still get to go by doing that. So I feel like some people use it as, like, a workaround just to get into the event, but... <laughs> Oh, definitely. Honestly, I'm
1: going to be honest. Some people do. Um, Mm -hmm. And I I wouldn't, I don't want to paint that in like a positive light because Mm -hmm. it's a very serious job. You know, you're dealing with people who could be... Like they could be in danger, and so it's it's completely valid for me to say that if someone is applying for ground control, then they need to make sure that when they are working, that they are in a mm-hmm. like a work mind a working mindset, and that yeah. you know you can't you can't be the helper if you're the one that needs help. You get what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. So yeah, that's okay. what I think about that. Not the right way to think about it. I love, I love how like invested you are. I can tell it's like very admirable, like how seriously you take it because like you're the people that are really like out there, you know, watching out for other people's lives. So that's amazing. Right. Um, Right. Do you get to still enjoy some of the sets? Like how does that work? Do you get any breaks? Uh, so we do get breaks. Um, again, I have to be vague about how yeah.
1: our breaks work, um, but we do get breaks just like any other job. You know, we, it, we need to have breaks because we're working. <laughs> um, but I'm going to be honest, on my breaks, I am... Probably sitting down in the break room. Because <laughs> yeah. It's tiring. Yeah. We're on our feet, and yeah. um, like I said, we're going in with a working mindset. Um, a couple of my breaks, I was able to catch a couple sets. Um, at Countdown, I love Galantis, so I saw some of their set, and then um, at Crush, I saw Set the Sky, which I love so Aww. much. So yeah, I. But then, like probably like twenty minutes into said this guy, I was like, I told my my partner, um, yeah, yeah. I was like, I need to sit down, I need to go back to the break room. I'm thirsty. I'm tired. So, <laughs> <It's a> late <laughs> like, night like, though. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a late night. I mean, like you guys are working long hours, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, it's different than attending. You know. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah. yeah. But oh, my God, any last? Uh, I'm just curious before I let you go here. Any like. Yeah stories you can share or moments that like stand out from both of your experiences or either of them? Right. Okay. So, um,
1: I do for countdown, I want to say, so the way that, um, I communicate with my, um, team member, my team members, um, on ground control, like they'll ask, they'll ask you, especially if you're new, like I am, they'll say, so how was your night? Mm -hmm. And They'll they'll give you that look like, how was your night? (laughs) You know? And I'm just like, I was running back and forth with, you know, I don't mind cause that's my job and I love helping people and I just want to make sure that everyone's okay and that they're in a safe yeah. space, you know, mm-hmm. um, but man, um, it's so much different when you're on the opposite side of the spectrum, you actually, you, you realize and you see things that you don't mm-hmm. see while you're attending. Yeah. And so, um, it makes you very hyper aware. Um, like even on my breaks, I was trying not to work, you know, Yeah. And just, but, um, experiences, um, so far I haven't had like a, an experience that's like, oh my gosh, I need to share this. Cause this was crazy. Right. Right. Um, but, um, a couple people in, at countdown, mm-hmm. uh, that were getting a little too violent. <laughs> oh, geez. That was uh, interesting to deal with. Oh, um, boy. Probably one of the, the most like, like thing that hits my mind and I'm like okay I need to share this right um but we got we had that situation handled as for Crush I have nothing but good things to say the crowd was amazing the headliners they were so amazing um I didn't have any like serious things happen at Crush um just honestly a lot of a lot of um talking with people it was really nice um meeting new people and then um someone gave me this bracelet at my first event so I love it It has wings on it. So I was like, this is so sweet. Like, this is honestly what was like, I need to stay with ground control. Yeah. As long as I'm in college, I'm working with ground control because, and it was at the end of my night. Like, it was such a long night. It was so tiring. One of the headliners was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for like everything you do. Thank you for working. Thank you for Mm -hmm. giving your time. And then they traded candy with me and it was this. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so sweet. Like, someone Uh gave this, like, for a ground control. Yeah, and I was like, what the heck, and then they give you, like, little, like, you know, little cards, (laughs) so I love it, I love it, like, if anyone sees me at an event, like, please trade with me, please, like, I have candy for you, too, like, I don't know, (laughs) it's so (laughs) but but it is
0: like I think people forget like yeah you guys are there too like you're fans of the music also and like yeah you're working so hard no that's the best thing about this community is for the majority of people are like good people and they're there to have a good time and just enjoy themselves and some people get carried away but I think it's also a different case at some of like the way bigger festivals like you just have more people there in general so you're bound to run into like more people causing problems, probably. <laughs> but, yeah, it just happens. That's the yeah. Future. Well, it's even like I, I remember this year at EDC Las Vegas, we got there, and you know, for the first like hour people were just, like, so turned, like, we were looking around us, like, what the hell is everybody, on? like, everybody was, like, on another level, and it's, <laughs> crazy, it's crazy, like, how aware of your surroundings you are when, like, you're sober, and what, how much more you see, so, like, God <laughs> yeah. bless you guys, you see all of the shit, like, oh, man. <laughs> I totally agree, oh, my
1: gosh, but, yeah, I mean, it's definitely an experience, like I said in the email, it's an experience all for itself, I mm-hmm. love it, and if anyone is thinking even just slightly about being a part of ground control, like I highly highly recommend it, just you know so we could have more people in our family, and it's just yeah. so amazing so but yeah, thank you so much for having me. You're awesome, I of mean, course, girl. Gosh, I love your videos, so like thank, thank you. you and for subscribing to my channel too on YouTube, like oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I was so happy when I saw it. I was like <laughs> <laughs> but yeah thank you for
0: the support, of course, of course, yeah, and I was gonna say, um. So what events are you working this year? Do you know what events I'm working this year? Yeah. For ground control, are you doing any more? Okay. So the ones that I am currently uh, registered to work
1: is um, beyond, which is coming up and then uh, beyond SoCal. So here at the orange show, and then uh, I'm also going to be working in camp EDC. So I'm I'm working daytime camp EDC, and then I'll probably be inside of EDC for the remainder of the night, um, but I'm working a lot that weekend, so I might not even go into EDC, but we'll see. Okay. Um, and then after that, I am probably going to sign up to work um, the Beyond the taking place at the Gorge, and then that'll be my first time traveling, so we'll nice. see.
0: I'm so excited. Yeah, that seriously sounds so amazing. Oh my god, I'm so jealous. Well, yeah, plug <laughs> plug your YouTube channel. I know you have. Um, you just posted a video about camping, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I I posted um a camp EDC pack list. I I camped last year, so I thought I would just help out anyone else who's camping. Um, but yeah, my my YouTube channel, you're already subscribed. But for anyone that's listening, it's uh, G.B. Moronis. So it's my first initial, my middle name initial, and then my last name, G.B. Moronis. Oh, and I'm not really sure where my channel's going yet. Um, I'm kind of just like everywhere right now, but I really like posting
0: to YouTube. So it's like super fun. Yeah.
1: Um, not to so- sound like self-centered or anything. Or no, like
0: no, no, girl. Keep but- it <laughs> It's going to be a helpful video. A lot of like there, I mean, obviously Camp BDC sold out so quickly and I have no experience with right. it. So I think those videos are really helpful to people right
1: thank you yeah but anyways yeah emma thank you so much you're so awesome and so wholesome and i was so happy to meet you last year at edc i gave you uh man i don't even remember what bracelet i gave you um i know that (laughs) we were both in sororities in college (laughs) so i think i gave you like one that said sister on it Um. because that's like
0: right (laughs) Oh my, no, it was such a pleasure meeting you. And seriously, like I'm excited to see where the channel goes and genuinely thank you so much for what you're doing with Ground Control. I hope to see you working at an Insomniac event maybe this year. Um, What's your Instagram handle too? You can plug that also. Same thing, GB
1: Moronis. It's the same thing. Um, I don't have a Twitter anymore it was just taking up a little too much of my time um, in school so just Instagram and YouTube that's it I'm gonna be back to back on those so okay. if anyone wants to subscribe I would really appreciate it and
0: yeah, yeah thank you thank go you give so her much a follow guys and if you see her out go say hello to her
1: <laughs> no yeah, yeah I have big so glasses they make my eyes look huge <laughs> no, so you'll find awful. me
0: like fast <laughs> she's the friendly person in the purple shirt the ground control shirt oh! awesome. have an awesome weekend best of Luck with school and everything too. Alrighty, you guys. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Gabriella. It was incredible talking to her, and honestly, like I have so much more of an appreciation for ground control even after that. Like she is the exact type of person that should be in this role, and it makes me feel more comfortable knowing that people like that are working as ground control. So if you see her at a festival. Definitely go up and say hi to her. Uh, Again, I just feel more comforted knowing that people like that are in these positions. So, you guys seriously are our guardian angels, and we couldn't be more grateful for the volunteers at festivals. And again, her social media was at GB Moronis. If you want to follow along with her, go check out her YouTube channel. We've got to support our subscribers and support the people that come on this podcast. So, with all that being said, I want to get into EDM news here. And Of course, I want to strike this balance of like, I don't want this to be all doom and gloom and the news that you're currently hearing right now. But at the same time, uh, I think this has been the first podcast, I could be wrong, that I'm really going to be talking about the coronavirus and the effect that it has on the festival community because, I mean, things are changing every single day. Literally what I could say right now could be different in a few days, but just bear with me. I am recording this on Sunday, March 15th. So this is coming out a few days after this. But the main things I just want to say on it, um, obviously, unfortunately, many festivals have been canceled in March and April, some even in May, Uh, the main ones being uh, not just canceled, excuse me. Some of these have been postponed. Coachella has been postponed until October. Ultra Music Festival, in my opinion, was canceled until 2021. South by Southwest canceled beyond socal was moved to june so that's one of my announcements you guys are gonna have two beyonds in june you're gonna have the gorge which is brand new this year and you're gonna have socal i believe they're back-to-back weekends in june so that's pretty cool you could even go to both of them if you really want to go like buck wild buku festival was postponed i believe until labor day weekend deja vu unfortunately was canceled i believe that was taking place in mexico that was bass nectar's festival miami music week All of the events, unfortunately, were canceled, which I had to cancel my trip to Miami, unfortunately. Literally just last week, I was talking to Amir in the episode about how excited we were. I'm not going to get into it to bum everybody out here. But um, yeah, as a team on the Lunchbox team, we had to make the executive decision pretty soon, like – that it just was very irresponsible for us to be traveling right now because the best thing everyone can do, even if you're a young person listening, is to stay home and limit the activities you're doing drastically because it's just going to speed up how many people are getting sick and the hospitals can't take it and I'm going to get off my soapbox now. But please, anybody listening, try and stay home as much as possible. Skip the gym, skip the bars, skip the group hangouts. It's not helping anybody right now, so you know, with that being said, we collectively made the responsible decision that we shouldn't be traveling and shouldn't be putting ourselves in a situation to get sick. So unfortunately, all of that was canceled. Like, Light- sorry, guys, <laughs> lightning in a bottle uh, was canceled, I believe. In, uh yeah, that was the last one I mentioned. It was also really tricky because with the United States right now, we have sort of a travel ban with Europe and I believe the UK and Ireland now are included in that travel ban and obviously a lot of the artists that are playing these festivals are international and would be flying internationally so it just made it extremely difficult for any of the festivals in the foreseeable future to have a lineup because all these people wouldn't be able to play uh never mind the amount of people that gather at these festivals it's just again the irresponsible thing to do right now but you know that affected Miami Music Week drastically on a brighter note because there is a brighter note you guys, if you are following any of your favorite artists and DJs, we're going to be seeing a lot of new music come out of this because a lot of them have been tweeting that you know they're in the studio right now. They're going to be writing music, so you know we might get some bangers and get some heat out of this. Uh, I think there's just more creat- creativity in general, and it's going to be interesting to figure out the solution that. You know, artists are having live streams and digital shows, and it's very 2020, so I'm curious to see how people handle that. I know some festivals were still offering to do live streams and have, like, artists come on and play, like, an hour or whatever, so we'll see what happens. I really wanted to – quickly wanted to talk about um, Pasquale Rotella, who is the owner of Insomniac, his EDC Las Vegas live stream. Um, he gave us a sneak peek at the EDC Las Vegas 2020 festival box, which was really cool. As of today – Again, 3.15. EDC Las Vegas is still happening. Uh, I cannot speculate what I think is going to happen because like they said, so much is changing so rapidly and that's in mid-May. So I feel like we can't even think about May at this point. Um, Other festivals in May have canceled or postponed, but you don't know their situation, their venue, the government around them. Like it completely depends on like a state-by-state basis, I think at this point. So Pasquale made it very clear They want EDC Las Vegas to happen, the hotels, the government, everybody involved wants it to happen. So we're putting good thoughts out into the universe and, you know, we hope that that is okay. Worst case scenario, he said it would be postponed, it would not be canceled for the year, and people would be issued refunds if they want refunds. So you guys are covered no matter what. And again, I'm sending well wishes out into the universe for EDC Las Vegas because that one would hurt a lot uh that's all I have right now I'm just gonna leave it there I want to get into my songs of the week before we wrap up the episode here you guys so the music I've been obsessed with right now okay I really love the song Purple Hat by Sophie Tucker it is so funky and groovy and weird and I love it uh Dylan Francis just did a remix of it which is kind of like perfectly fitting it makes so much sense for him to do a remix so go check that song out I love it Uh, I've also been completely obsessed with Medusa, which I hope some of you listening right now are like clapping wherever you are. Guys, you know who Medusa is. (laughs) You definitely know his song, Uh, Peace of My Heart. The song is like... down 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 that song is Medusa he's incredible he was Grammy nominated this year that's sort of like the song that I discovered him through and then I think I said this in another episode I was watching the EDC Mexico live stream and I caught his entire set and I was like whoa I'm obsessed I need to see this guy live anyway so all of his music I've been binge listening to born to love lose control his remix of the song my boy are on my, like, most loved playlist right now on Spotify. Can't get enough. Uh, And the EDC Mexico set is on YouTube, so you guys can go watch that. Last thing I want to say, I've been completely obsessed with IO's Energy 444 EP. I just saw him two weeks ago now on tour, and it was fucking amazing. He blew me away. He played for over four hours from, I think he played from midnight to 430. And I left at that point because I was so tired. Uh, I really like the song Dancing 2020, but just in general if you're a fan of techno guys, 10 out of 10 recommend IO. I love what he's doing. So those are my song recommendations of the week. Thank you guys so much for sticking with me to the end of the episode here. Like I said, I just want to just want to wish everybody well. I hope that you genuinely are staying safe and healthy. Um you know, it's really tough. It's I feel like a lot of people are not in a good mental health space right now and I just want you to know that that's okay. And we're going to get through this together and the festival community is going to come out of this stronger than ever and I just feel like sometimes you you take things for granted and I know that the first festival I get to go to after all this is over, I'm just going to be running through those gates and just hugging the floor because I will be so happy to be back in that environment. So you guys, we're all here together. Again, uh, I'm going to be doing actually every, it's bi-weekly. I just did one this past Thursday. So next Thursday on my YouTube, Emma Capotis, I am doing live streams at night just to do check-ins with our fam, see how everyone's doing and just chat so we can all be here. And I, you know, I love you guys. So I want to make sure you're all okay. So definitely tune in there. You guys can go subscribe on my YouTube channel. Uh, Again, follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at Rave Culture Cast and at Emma Capotis. If you guys don't mind, if you have a few minutes, 60 seconds, go rate and review on iTunes and share a link with your friends today. And, of course, make it your IG stories and throw, you know, tag a bitch. We would love that. (laughs) Okay, I think that's all I've got for you guys. Send in your submissions for the most embarrassing rave stories and for your Listener of the Week nominations. And I think that's all I have. Love you guys. I will see you next Wednesday in my new episode. Bye, guys.